Senator Ted Cruz says that President Biden's decision to authorize a $200 million fighter jet to use a $400,000 missile to shoot down a $12 balloon. Well, but this, my friends, has both national security and political implications that we need to discuss. We'll do that today with Intel analyst Ilana Friedman and Dr. Stephen Latulipa here. As well, the East Palestine disaster and the lack of transparency. And then the Project Veritas Jordan Tristan Walker video has about everybody talking. What does the new world order look like when it comes to gain of function and the wild west of vaccines? Victor is a senior research officer and PhD pharmacist and scientist for a major pharmaceutical company. He'll be here along with Wallace Garneau to discuss Big Pharma, Pfizer, and corrupt government partnership sucker-punched humanity. It's all next on Viewpoint This Sunday. the bias, the lies and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the Weekend News Magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Alvaud here when our national security experts knew, our intelligence folks knew that this balloon had uh, left China and was uh, traversing uh, through the Northern Hemisphere here. Uh, there was plenty of time for this thing. Basically, they, make a, they made a calculated decision. I mean, that's what it was, whatever you call it. And I think it got out of hand real quickly when it came through the, uh, the uh, you know, the Aleutian Islands, through Canada, of course, then Aleutian Islands, and then through, you know, of course, Montana, we've seen, and through the continent of the USA, made a, basically a tour uh, through the country. It gets very edgy from there, but then when you've seen these other objects uh, floating all over up around 50, 60, 40, 50, 60,000 feet, uh, potentially higher than planes, but they report some of them are at 2030 as well. Uh, and, you know, then the government took a different position, which was starting to shoot stuff out of the sky. So it was kind of what do you say? It's like feast or fathom. You know what I mean? It says feast or fathom sort of thing. We're either shooting stuff out of the sky all over the place or we're letting things travel all over the country. Kind of a weird uh, setup. And that's an interesting place to start, uh, my fellow Americans. Welcome in here to Viewpoint this Sunday again. Uh, always a privilege to be with you here. We're going to bring on first here, Ilana Friedman joins us. And uh, Ilana is a veteran intelligence analyst. Uh, she's an advisor at intelligence-led counterterrorism solutions, a fantastic author, and, and just always has her finger on the pulse of things. Uh, Ilana, so I kind of start this way. I know most people can find a lot to criticize with the Biden administration, both left and right. And I understand that for national security. Being president is never an easy position for anybody, and especially when you're compromised, as Joe Biden appears to be. Keeping it real again, what I find fascinating is that people were, first of all, uh, ready to uh, jump on him when he didn't do anything. And... Okay, you know, and that that balloon 
did what it did. Now, they said that, and I, and I want to ask you right off what you might know about that, because what I heard reports of is that they sort of locked everything down. In other words, the transmission that they couldn't supposedly send that information back over to China. Other people said that's BS, that they were doing that. You have any sense of what you heard in intelligence circles about that? We really don't know the capabilities uh, of the technology on these balloons. And by the way, the Chinese have been working on balloons as early as the 1970s. This is not anything new for them. And it was traveling very, very high, so it could see a great deal. And it passed over three of our strategic military bases, including the one with the nuclear uh, silo. Well, let me interject. Yeah, it was about a 60,000 feet. So when these other objects were all of a sudden appearing, like, okay, and this is probably a regular daily occurrence in the Northern Hemisphere, that this thing is happening because... Our skies and stratosphere are loaded with all kinds of stuff floating all over the place, and you know that to be sure. But all of a sudden, they started shooting things out of the sky, and things were falling, and they were trying to find out what they were shooting, which sounds like a Wild West mentality. But at this, And everybody was criticizing. In fact, Ted Cruz, Senator Cruz, said, well, you know, he put out on social media Biden's decision to authorize the $200 million fighter jet to use a $400,000 missile to shoot down what may have been a $12 balloon serves as a powerful deterrence to high school students <laughs> interested in, you know, you really can't criticize the guy for not doing anything and then doing too much, or can you? Or was there a happy medium there, I guess? What do you say to that? Well, I think the the first response to the large balloon was ridiculous. It needed to be taken down before it got onto, um, you know, continental, uh, over the continental U.S. Uh, and and it was it was obvious to most of us um, that this was something that that needed to be done. And the fact that they didn't do it and they tracked this thing across the country and over uh, strategic uh, spots that needed to be uh, we needed to be protecting um, that was insane. But then to suddenly come in and start taking down anything that they see floating around up there, uh, that looked like a panic attack to me. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, actually, a panic attack. Uh, it was very strange, but a lot of people were then talking about UFOs. And like, we have, I mean, there was a, for a couple of days, do you remember that? It was very yeah. serious talk. We th People thought we were being invaded. Yeah, we uh, we we really because the co the government is so untransparent, so opaque. Uh, we just don't know what's going on, and that makes us very very uneasy because we can't trust our own government, uh, and that's a very serious uh, uh, situation. We 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 and we don't know what's going on, so we'll latch on to whatever whatever's out there, UFOs. Uh, I think probably these balloons were, uh, uh, you know, experimental weather balloons yeah. or or uh, something similar. You mean the, the, the other, the, 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 the three or four ones. that, yeah, yeah, yeah the little yeah, ones. Yeah, they I were agree. the size of a Volkswagen yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. bug, you know, and, and Beetle, I think they're called. And, right. and uh, I don't think that that was a... Uh, uh, that those were serious yeah, yeah. Uh, attempts at anything. Well, let me say this to you. They were just, they wanted to show their, you know. Well, not, here's another way to look at it. It, it was yeah. almost like the administration overnight got PTSD. 
yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really think it sounded, it looked to me like it was panic. They were panicking. They had to do something. Right. And they, they roped Canada into it. And um, they brought down right. three of these things. Well, and none of them are retrievable. I mean, there's a lot of embarrassment here, first off. A lot of embarrassment all the way across. Uh, plenty of blame to go around. Yeah. Uh, but also, on the other side of this thing, could there not be some really uh, very interesting lessons learned uh, for the country? Yeah, I think there are some very serious lessons to be learned. But I, I am very concerned that we have not really addressed the the threat. This is a threat from China. And it occurred to me that it could be carrying not only um, spyware, Mm -hmm. but also weapons. And nobody's really talked about that. Right, right. This is is something that um, uh, I, I think we need to take very, very seriously. China is on a war footing. We bring on here, uh, also joining us on the call here, uh, Dr. Stephen Latulip is here. He's a physician board certified, retired United States Air Force officer, ordained minister, a uh, great author, uh, host of uh, Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud as well. Um, okay, let me ask you, uh, uh, back to this balloon business here. You know, here's something to think about. I want to I want to frame it this way uh, a moment, Stephen, if, if I can here. Uh, and, and it says... You know, think about this, really. What's the difference? I mean, this this ain't going to come across right to some people, so I'll qualify it before I let it out of my mouth. But what's the difference between letting China send their best in class to spy on us and rip us off in, in our universities and our laboratories and our corporate structures and political circles? And they've been doing that for decades Versus sending a balloon over the continent of the USA that got us all shook up. I mean, what's the difference between those things? It's a good question. Uh, yeah, there's all this hype. Uh, I like the PTSD uh, terminology uh, from our government. But you're right. That what's really been happening is that China has been invading America for a long time. Uh, it, it doesn't make us feel comfortable that they are sending spy balloons over our land that went undetected or if detected, uh, no response has been made to it because certainly they could have loaded it with missiles. We saw that the Japanese used uh, weapons uh, carried by balloons in World War II. So the technology has been around a long time. But um, what really concerns me is the bigger picture, knowing that China is now spying on us while at the same time, we recently have seen what was reported as a 719% increase in Chinese nationalists crossing our border right now. And this occurring also at a time when China is purchasing very precious uh, farmland, millions of acres, and strategic lands beside our uh, military installations. And the, the whole picture doesn't look good, particularly when we have a supposed commander in chief who is in cahoots with the CCP, you know, right, it, it's, right. it's very concerning. You bring up some really good points there, including I did see the stories you just mentioned about the number of Chinese nationals crossing the border was historical in nature. You're exactly right. Buying up the farmland. Another very interesting point. You talk about losing trust in government. And let, let's let's just plant our feet right there a moment, friends. Uh, losing trust in government. What what Dr. Latulip is referring to there. And and I want to transition over to talk about what's going on in East uh, Palestine, Ohio. 
um, which this is a story that everybody is very much talking about. And, you know, back to that trust where you just put out there, Dr. Lotillo, I mean, come on. You see the smoke bombs blown up into the year and the, the, the discoloration of the, nothing looks healthy. You see the water and the, the videos. Everybody's seen this stuff. I mean, this is not a secret. Uh, we see that, I mean, there are so many levers here of dead stuff and vile look of things and the initial uh, interaction of the combustion of it. I mean, and yet, and yet the federal government and the state officials and that Governor DeWine there and the rest of the puppets, they run around saying, yeah, 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 everything's fine. Everything's fine, Master. Everything's fine, people. It's cool. It's cool. We, we got, I mean... I, you really don't even know how to do the math on this one because it doesn't add up. What is your sense, Dr. Latula, what you're seeing and uh, this East Palestine? Um, any sense of that? Well, I would surmise that it was likely sabotage. It was intentional. We have had. You think it was intentional, a- you say? I think it's possible. I I mean, we've had uh, over a dozen derailments uh, just in 2023, and many of them have been toxic. Right here. Who's doing this? Who's doing this, though? I mean, is it is it the the uh, the Suffolk, the the train people there, the National Suffolk folks? Who's doing it? You know, I I I honestly don't know, but I know it is the enemy. And I mean, even here in Tucson, we we saw a nitric acid spill. Uh, from a derailment. And you start asking, like, when it's all happening at once in, in themes, like we saw, you know, all the chicken poultry farms being burned, destroyed uh, all at once. And now all at once, all these derailments are happening. And it looks like just a systematic strategy, uh, a step-by-step takedown to continue instilling fear in the people so that we can be controlled. Because let's face it, people aren't now afraid of COVID-19 for the most part. Nobody's taking the booster jabs. And so they they have to move on to do whatever they can to keep uh, keep us on edge and keep us fearful so that they can proceed with the real agenda, whatever you might decide that is. Yeah. Well, again, the the big word I get out of all that is the word trust. You know, even, I mean, for you to make the statement that this could be, uh, you know, intentional, and there have been a series of these, it's the same reason people are thinking why the farms are burning, and the chicken shortage, and the egg shortage, and the, I mean, there's so much of it happening everywhere that we're becoming unglued by the moment. And then people begin to get into these thought patterns. Nothing's being shared properly. No information's given to the public. Just everything is, seems like it's on fire these days. Ilana, this Norfolk Southern, I, I assume they've got their hands full right now. I mean, they're, they're culprit number one. The statement that Dr. Latula puts out there, which a lot of people are believing, actually, that some of the stuff is beginning to look intentional. You know, it's one thing to make that statement. It's another thing to point fingers and say, "Okay, aha, I got you. There it is right there. As an intelligence expert, you have any sense of that? I I haven't even actually thought of that until now, because what I'm I've been concentrating on is the reaction to um to this um disaster uh it was so inappropriate it was so incompetent and it occurs to me as you were speaking just now that that i can't think of a better time when we dig back into our libraries and dig out the book atlas shrugged by ann rand 
because this what's happening in the United States today is exactly what she described in Atlas Shrugged, where the, the infrastructure of the country is begins to break down. Trains begin to fail. Um, uh, corporations are are not functioning properly, and they're corrupt. And they and government is has a heavy hand on the neck of the population. I right, hold that thought right there. Now that is you, what you just say right there. I, I just want to set the stone. I, I want Doc. First of all, I want Doctor Tulip to respond to what you just said. But let me just tell you both. I just got a chill all the way down my spine when you mentioned what you just said. And when you met, mentioned all those calamities and, and, and ran, I just got a chill all the way down the back of my spine. I, I'm, I sincerely mean that. Uh, uh, Dr. Latula, what do you say to that? Um, I, I fully agree. I think that, you know, when we look at just the big picture of, of everything that's going on, I mean, with regard, for example, to East Palestine, uh, the derailing, why in the world would they arrest a national reporter who's just reporting on what's happening? And I saw, you know, in the photo where they were arresting him, there were state police that it looked like there were sheriffs there and other local police officers. Why would they do such a thing? I mean, this is what raises the question, like, what's really happening here? And I guess I would conclude what I concluded perhaps in 2020 is that, somebody is trying to take us down and we have to identify those individuals. And let's face it, we still do not know who really is running our government right now, because we know it's not demented Joe Biden. It just, he's not capable. Right. Right. Well, all right. So one of the point here, uh, Pete Buttigieg here, um, egg on his face, I guess he gets an F grade from the East of Palestine's congressman, uh, Bill Johnson, uh, the out of Ohio there, he says he hasn't shown up, man. <laughs> Small little detail, right? But the guy had spearhead on transportation in the country. Of course, he's, you know, well, I, I got to be nice. I wasn't, I, I was going to say something not nice there, but I need to zip my lip. Ilana, yes, give me a final word about East Palestine, Ohio. What's, what's the final word and the outcome? How, where does this thing go from here? The response of our of our government right. with the exception of the the representatives and and senator uh, jd um vance jd vance uh they were the only ones who came out and called it as they saw it everyone else including their governor mm-hmm. uh divine um, they are acting like wimps. They are covering their, you know what's, and they are going into this this whole situation without any concern for the people. The governor just said it's safe to drink the water. It's safe to to, you know, the ground is safe. Don't worry about anything. That's impossible. This this what they call the controlled burn spread so much death uh, in that black cloud, and things were. Toxic things were falling out of the cloud as it went, as it developed and, and and blossomed. It was absolutely horrendous. And what JD Fence did in the in the stream by stirring up all of this toxic uh, oil. The visual you say with um, you know the senator um, moving the water around, and you see all the chemicals come to the surface. That was a very vibrant. You're, you're right. There's a lot of videos like that and dead stuff. Like I said moments ago, Alana, and then they're running around saying everything's fine. 
And then someone said, well, why don't they drink the water? And I think that's the people what they should demand. And I really mean this now. I think the people should pick it and demand that you get the federal authorities, you get the EPA head, the head of that that, that Norfolk Southern uh, Railroad business, you get all these clowns in there and and you do a little, uh, whatever you want to call it, a little town conference, and you give them all the water to drink. And, for, and from those lakes and ponds, and uh, for real, and you make these drink the water, and you say, okay, you all drink the water. Now, ready on the count of three. You want to see how many of them drink the water, Alana? Well, they said the water was was pure. I, I'd like to say one more thing: the um, inability of of well, the incompetence of the government in this situation is going to be coming back to haunt us down the road as people start getting sick. We've seen animals right. die, right. get sick and die. We've seen Well, we're seeing the same thing with COVID. Down the road, well, we see what's well, happening. Yeah, down yeah, the road. Right. But in the it, meantime, but people in are dead. Situ- but in this situation, yeah. we are going to see the people oh, yeah. of East East uh, Palestine begin to get sick yeah. and die. And this is going to be a horrendous, a I think horrendous so. outcome. I think so. I find it fascinating. I've seen a report last few days. Putin is calling the American world order coming to an end. He says the war in Ukraine uh, could mark the end of an international world order led by the United States. This is what Putin is saying. Uh, and he was telling his lawmakers and others in Russia that he, he said it a couple, three times. So it's not a new story exactly, but it's an important story. Uh, and he believes, and that's what him and China, Putin, Russia, and China, uh, and Xi Jinping, and others, North Korea and Iran, uh, Middle East, the whole bit, are aligning to do here. Is, and they're, they're threatening the dollar. Uh, they're talking about all kinds of nefarious things to pull America down. And it seems like our politicians are playing right into their hand, Ilana, um, with this whole thing. And then the Chinese and I. I don't, you know, I know we don't have time to dive too far into Taiwan today, but I, I don't think, I don't see, I don't get a sense China's going to threaten Taiwan in the next many days, weeks, or months. I know you, we could argue that, but I think that they're right now testing the waters everywhere around the world. What is your sense of this uh, Russia comment and the, the new American world order that is coming to an end? Well, I think China, in specifically China and Xi Jinping, are determined to make China, the world leader within the next few decades. And this is their, uh, he has been very clear about this. He hasn't pulled any punches. And uh, without getting into the discussion, I do believe they will attack uh, Taiwan and try to do exactly what Taiwan. At what point do they do that? At what point do you think, Taiwan? Um, Within the next couple of years and maybe sooner. Next, okay, so yeah, I, I, the, the point you just said a moment ago, no, is, is true, is accurate about decades. I do believe you're exactly correct there. I think everybody's got to realize they, but they, let me say, they've been working on this in the past many decades, Alana, and they're going to be working on it for the next couple, three decades. And what was their goal by 2050, was it, Alana? 2050? I think it was 2046 or something like 2046, that. 2046, 47. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that we need to take very seriously because. Xi Jinping has been very, very clear about his intentions, first to reunify China, which means bringing Taiwan into the fold, and then to develop this world power, this global power, 
Um, now I'm writing a book about all this, and this is going wow. to this is all going wow. to be coming out because it is so deadly. And what China is doing, our our government is incompetent, but China is truly evil. All right. What well, they are doing to their own citizens is well, they've been that way, but but that's just China being China at this point. I'm it not surprised. China being, yeah, it is China being China, but we are not taking it seriously. Well, and there's and the point government- right there. I don't expect any of this to change. And when you say over well, the next few decades, it's been happening the last few decades. So let me just say that here's my message, and I'll be as civil and diplomatic about this as I can. I think it's probably high time that we all need to probably learn the Chinese language and we need to pick up and we're going to have to learn Chinese in America. If that, or, or, or my fellow Americans, you begin to get the clowns out of DC and you begin to elect a whole new breed of people on. And for you libtards and the people that are mentally deranged, you people deserve China. You want to move to Beijing or Shanghai or something, whatever. But, you know, I mean, we kind of deserve what we get at this point, Alana, don't you think? Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's very disheartening because yeah. uh, although we did see a change in Congress and we have seen some... Not enough. Very good, very good signs coming out of the, the new Republican Congress. Not enough. But it's not an. You're right. It's not enough, yeah. and we have to. We have to maintain our our drive to to yeah. bring America back to where it belongs. And, oh, and it's start, it's crazy. Start yeah. living yeah. the 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 precepts and the the values that America has always. See, I want to talk about Representative Angie Craig. Uh, so this is all part of this. Uh, this was the stupidest idea. Uh, since they started putting food in boxes and processing it and everybody getting cancer and dying from processed foods. This is the next stupidest idea, which was defunding the police, you know? I mean, come on. And so what did you expect when you did this? I mean, what did you people expect? What, crime to stay low when you're incentivizing the criminal factor? When you're pulling people out that are, I mean, you know, what did you expect? You know, and so Representative Angie Craig to bring everybody up to speed on that. So she was assaulted in an elevator uh, in her apartment in Washington, D.C., which is just about a crime ridden cesspool, by the way. And crime is escalating up there as it is in most American urban markets, period. End stop. But most American urban markets are run by the Marxist left Democrat Party. So that all makes perfect sense. And then the people who are assaulted say, what happened? What do you think happened? Uh, Dr. Stephen Latulip, let's talk about this story. You have an op-ed up on America Out Loud. Representative Angie Craig cries foul from her own crime policies. So as I understand it, your point is she was the one who was and her team and her spokespeople wanted to defund police and do all this stuff. And we're on that campaign of a, a lawless society. And then she's assaulted and she's what up in arms, doesn't have any arms, but she's up in arms. Is that it? Yes, Malcolm, that's exactly it. She, uh, you know, here's a, a classic example of someone who says that they want to implement rules that are politically correct, perhaps uh, completely um, unworthy of any merit whatsoever, uh, but they push it anyway. And then eventually it comes back to haunt them because the bottom line is 
defunding the police is a really stupid idea. And so now she's victimized and she says, uh, you know, we need to really make sure that we're not let, just letting criminals out because she was victimized. And I think that's what's going to happen with anybody who um, wants to implement all these new woke, if I may use the term, uh, policies, uh, the new uh, the new brave new world, new world order, whatever you want to call it, uh, all, all this nonsense is going to come back and bite the people who are playing the games. And I think that's very dangerous. And in fact, um, you know, Ilana, you were saying that um, that uh, our government is completely incompetent. And, you know, my my assertion is that this is incompetence of our government by design. I think they are participating in this. They want it, not realizing what the end consequences are going to be. Perhaps. Well, you, you say not realize and I'm not sure they're not. They, I think they realize it, Stephen. I think they realize it, brother. I mean, well, how can they okay. not realize I, I would it? agree. Yeah. Yes, I would I mean, agree with they'd that. They'd have to be totally in, in, in intellectually inept, and some of them are for sure, but some of them do have a couple of brain cells in there as well. You know, here's the thing too now. In your op-ed, you put in here a message uh, you said hours after her attack, uh, Craig, along with 31 other Democrats, shocking, oh yeah, voted against the revised Criminal Code Act that lowers punishment severity for serious violent crimes such as homicide and armed robberies. So let me ask you the question you pose here. What does that mean? <laughs> All of a sudden, there's been a change in, in their tone of voice, and it's because it's becoming personal. As soon as they become victimized of something, all of a sudden, uh, they cry foul. They say, it's un that's unfair. We got to do something. Um, but they are the very ones who are promoting the lawlessness that we now see in our society. And it's only getting worse. It's not improving whatsoever, mm -hmm. um, despite, you know, everything that we're trying to do. And I think America is responding appropriately. Uh, for example, the more that they want to talk about defunding the police and disarming uh, the American citizen, more guns are purchased. And um, I, I think that's a good thing because people are realizing, hey, there is a merit to having an armed citizenry for both personal protection, but also to protect us from our rogue government faction that we are now facing. Yeah, yeah. The op-ed is a definite interest in read, friends. I, I, I implore you to go read it for, for multiple reasons. It, it, one of the things I like a piece like this, uh, Stephen, is it makes people think. It makes them think. You get into death penalties and should the, you know, penalty, should the penalty uh, fit the crime, you know, kind of thing, which is a real conversation that, you know, that's back to the old days of the town square, what was put down on the town square back in the days. But, you know, they didn't have the rampant crime problem we have today, as you point out in your piece. Uh, and you get into some of the gun problems and the per ratio. It, it's a fascinating read, but it will make you think. Uh, give it a read and 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 let us know your thoughts on that piece because it's edgy. It's edgy, but it's factual. Up next here, we're going after Pfizer. Yeah, big pharma Pfizer, big pharma Pfizer. Say that fast three times. Big pharma Pfizer, big pharma Pfizer, big pharma. Well, you get it. Big pharma Pfizer and corrupt government partnership. Sucker punched humanity. You bet. Wow. And uh, so we'll continue going after the bad guys, friends. So stay right there. More viewpoint in just a moment.
The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. Let me give you this headline we'll start with. This will pique your curiosity. Big Pharma Pfizer and Corrupt Government Partnership Sucker Punched Humanity. Do you agree with that or you disagree with that? There's a lot of takeaways you can take from that, you know, to be sure. What's happening now in a post-COVID world? The further and further we move away from the, the epicenter, the hole, the sinkhole, the storm, that pandemic lockdown extraordinaire, the further we move away from that, I can guarantee you this, the more corruption you're going to see and the more eyes that are going to open wide. And people are going to see what we went through and the corruption here on this planet, what took place here. A lot of evil, friends. A lot of evil. Got a big conversation coming up next here. And I'll I'll give you the words, Jordan Tristan Walker. You got probably a whole lot of feelings come to your mind when you hear that. He was the Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, mRNA, the Messenger RNA Scientific Planner. That's a hell of a title, isn't it? Hmm. So he says, and I quote his words, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate a COVID uh, ourselves so we could like, you know, create preemptively, develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating effing viruses, And people say, did he really say that? Of course, Project Veritas always has the proof of the video and the words and their mouth is moving. So we know that he said that. And then it becomes the cover up, of course. And as I shared with you last week, when we talked about this story, the media covered his CYA. They covered his ass from 10 ways to Sunday. You know, 
That's a couple of folks joining me on here now. And uh, one gentleman to introduce you to in a moment here will go by the name of Victor. He's a senior research officer and PhD pharmacist, scientist for a major pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Now you get the sense of the fact that his identity needs to be exactly what I just gave you and nothing more. He has detailed knowledge of COVID-19 and of the science behind these vaccines in particular as well. Joining us also, Wallace Garneau is here, political analyst, a great researcher, commentator, and uh, Wallace is a regular writer and a just a terrific voice here. Blessed to have him here on this platform here at America Out Loud, to be sure. He's uh, served in the U.S. Marine Corps to give you a little bit of background, uh, author, books, and uh, great uh, essays and op-eds and everything else here. So uh, there's an interesting op-ed you'll be able to read right at America Out Loud with that same headline I just read to you moments ago here. And then we talked about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to first go, uh, well, let, let me start, Wallace, with you before I bring Victor in. And Jordan Tristan Walker said, and I quote, you have to be very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something that just goes everywhere, which I suspect is the way that the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. It's BS, he said. So there's a lot of controversy on the gain-of-function business. You say, I think, in your piece that it's really not gain-of-function what they're doing. Explain what you mean by that. Explain to listeners this whole gain-of-function, what was done from Wuhan, and what you see in your eyes and what they what Pfizer was unleashing here. Absolutely. Uh, so gain-of-function is something that we financed. Uh, Anthony Fauci financed it through the Wuhan lab. Our country spent millions of dollars on gain-of-function research for COVID-19. So I want to be very, very clear. When I say that what Pfizer is doing is not technically gain-of-function research, that doesn't mean we didn't fund gain-of-function research. But let's also separate gain-of-function from other kinds of research. COVID-19 already has gain-of-function. That's bought and paid for by the U.S. government, by the Chinese government, and by whoever else was involved in the gain-of-function research. Fauci lied repeatedly to Congress uh, he actually changed the definition that the NIH used for gain of function at one point briefly so that he could lie to Congress and not be and not be punished for it. You know, that, so it, Rand Paul has done a great job calling him out on this and dragging him into the mud. So, you know, gain of function was done. But what Pfizer did was not gain of function. And there's no reason to do gain of function on COVID-19. It's already got gain of function. It can transmit among humans. So they don't need to do gain of function. What Pfizer is doing is hyper-evolving the virus in a lab in order to try to find out what mutations are most likely to get into the wild next and then develop vaccines for those mutations so that it can sell vaccines to protect us from mutations that don't exist yet. All right, taking this forward now, Victor, let me have you come into the conversation here now. We know from Jordan Tristan Walker and what he said in Unleashed uh, this information is that they were going to play with these mutations of, to get the various variants to be able to find the vaccines, kind of uh, stack the deck a little bit, uh, tweak it a bit. Explain to us, in your words, what that means as a as a pharmacist and a, and a student of this. What does that really mean to people? What is Pfizer doing? What are they up to? What's the evil here, please? So basically, gain of function is not an, an easy thing. Uh, we have already witnessed uh, 
हाई लेवल ड्रामा आफ्टर वुहान गेन ऑफ फंक्शन थिंग वन सिंपली कूडंट प्रोडिक्ट हाउ जीन्स और म्यूटेशन अनफोल्ड वी ट्राई टू स्टडी इट बट इट्स इट्स समथिंग दैट बियॉन्ड अवर करंट स्टेट ऑफ नॉलेज लाइक वी डोंट हैव एनी आइडिया अबाउट यूनिवर्स इट्स सिंपली वास्ट our mutation and genetic codes are exactly like that we understand so much now and same uh, happen with wuhan lab they started it with uh, gain of function thing then things uh, got uh, uh, critical and critical critical and they finally ended up with a demon like covid 19 and as usual some uh people created a business out of it let's say chinese uh, government tried to it as a weapon for uh, controlling their population and as usual some uh, high business mind people find an opportunity to get a business out of it yeah. right now it has a earlier time vaccine was a uh, for pharmaceutical industry vaccine was a like a charity thing nobody interested in uh, developing vaccines as a pharmacist i know when you seen this all happen with uh, with pfizer and you seen the videos and project veritas and all of that put that on the side a moment and you come back to what happened in the wuhan lab and what they tried to initially say was a bat and soup and of course we called them out here on this network as baloney right from the onset Did you have any doubt in your mind whatsoever as as a uh, scientist as a pharmacist as, as somebody who works and studies this field did you have any doubt in your mind from the beginning that this was a a virus that didn't come from the wild there was nothing natural about it and that it was a uh, gain of function that it was twisted and tainted and it was it was a uh, criminal evil it was it was a, a plan behind this did you have any doubt in your mind exactly there is beyond doubt it was planned it was constructed all those scientists who have developed those viruses got killed in a suspicious manner all tracks were uh, got hidden and it was uh, spread very systematic in a systematic manner and uh, still uh, they are finding a ways uh to make it more uh, viable the virulence power they are trying to uh, increase continuously and it has a, a history of uh, more than 20 years it sars sars research has a very be- long, long back history and after 20 or 25 years they came with a very solid formula of covid 19 then they released it there is a beyond doubt it's a very evil thing this lockdown this pandemic this what the world just went through mm-hmm. Is this the beginning of a new chapter in humanity here on earth? Uh, are we going to see more? I I'm just wondering yeah, do, yeah. do you sense we're going to see more of these in the in other words it was 100 years since the last one in 1917 18 19 we're not going to have to wait 100 years for the next one are we? The game just has begun. We have we are witnessing more and more it's a new world a new game they have got now they have sensed the blood. Now but interesting thing is that i don't believe vaccine has contributed that much to control covid infection we have faced numerous waves we have faced at least 5 6 waves of uh, um, covid when middle waves to second third waves were most deadliest and we are getting vaccines from 
for since first wave i don't believe personally that vaccine has helped to control the uh, virus but our natural immunity and herd immunity did the thing and uh, along with that government ended up uh, spending lots of money on pharma company in the name of vaccine and all other regulations yeah. they and all those money got from a pocket of taxpayers but actually they help a little or none basically our immunity or our herd immunity which we developed by giving people's life I did the most of the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the vaccines, uh, like you say, we never got the herd immunity early on. If they did nothing, we would have been better off. I mean, we've said that before on this platform. Exactly. But, yeah. Uh, I have lost many of my uh, uh, known per peoples mm-hmm. and got uh, some complexity after vaccination. Yeah. Even after vaccines, getting vaccines, people got uh, killed. Yeah, yeah. I know we've seen it. We've seen it all around us. Uh, let me bring Wallace back in here. And I want to talk to you both a little bit about this business model. And Wallace specifically here, you know, we look at business strategy. Uh, I spent a lot of years in corporate boardrooms before radio and, and television and all the things I've done later in my life. But that was my life early on and was in corporate boardrooms. And I understand business strategy. Uh, it's what I did as a marketer and advertiser and developing business strategies for corporations. With that said, one way to look at all this, Wallace, it's a little trite, a little shallow and a little evil, but Pfizer was really doing nothing more than developing a business strategy for themselves. Now, granted, it was something that would kill people but or could. But really, at the end of the day, they were doing what any other corporation would do, except they were doing with vaccines and the cause of life and death. But what different were they doing than every other corporation in the world? Well, Malcolm, I don't believe that every corporation in the world, every boardroom, every CEO, every C-level employee, I don't believe they're all evil. I, I don't think that there are that many people that are willing to kill millions of people for a buck. Uh, But that is what, at least it appears, Pfizer is doing. They are mutating this thing in a lab and creating a huge, huge, huge profit incentive to then release the mutations they're creating out into the wild so that they can then continue to make billions and billions and billions of dollars selling vaccines against it. And their vaccines, by the way, we don't have any choice but to pay for because the government is taking our tax dollars and giving them to Pfizer and other pharmaceutical companies. So for them, this is, you know, this, this is this is fascism 101. You don't need to have consumers. You've got the government giving you the money and forcing the vaccines down the throats of the consumers. And it, luckily in America, that's the the ability of the government to do that has been mutated, has been muted somewhat by uh by the Supreme Court. But understand, our government tried very, very hard to mandate that every American working for a company of more than 100 people had to get the vaccines. And it, you know, they're giving these things out without regard to anybody's medical history. So if you have high blood pressure, if you have uh, heart disease in your background, if you have anything that that the, the vaccine could make worse, blood clotting, all of these mm-hmm. terrible things, right. the spaghetti clots, none of that's taken into account. They've tried to put this in everybody. And and well, now it's this is how Pfizer makes their money. And so now we, we find out that they're hyper mutating the virus in labs, creating vaccines against mutations that they made. And, you know, do we have proof that somebody's taking a vial out of a lab, going into McDonald's and opening it up? We don't have proof for that. No, but they certainly have every profit incentive to do that. And more importantly, making the vaccines, making the mutations, that takes a lot of money. 
Now, they're not doing that as a charity. They expect a return on well, their investment. In this case, the fine line that we talk about here, Wallace, is the fine line of the fact is what I said when I introduced the thought to you that while every company would be putting out their best business model or working on their strategy, I mean, that's that's just the way it is. They're not having a vile, evil product that has the potential to kill millions of people. That's the difference here, right? I mean, that's the difference, you know, um, that separates what we're talking about here and what has transpired. But on top of that, you look at about who are the co-conspirators here, who else is involved in this? And it's not just Pfizer, of course, all the big pharma companies are, but so is our federal government. And then the government creates this Operation Warp Speed business to bypass all the normal stuff, as you talk about even yourself, it's a fact. And they they push these vaccines to market that weren't tested on anybody. Uh, what would have taken years and years and years and years. In fact, let me ask you that question, Victor, that I know these vaccines usually, and I, you'll tell, tell me in a minute how many years it takes to really properly do, uh, to vet a proper vaccine so that it doesn't kill somebody. Speak about that. They got indemnification. There was no harm they could possibly do. That's like that's like a victory. How long would it normally take for a vaccine, Victor? At least it takes uh, 10 to 15 years. 10, 10 to 15, did you say? Yeah. Oh, my golly. I thought maybe 8 to 10. 10 to 15. Wow. Yeah, that's... 10 is average. Uh, 10 is average uh, year. Uh, because some uh, you don't know how, as Wallace has clearly, uh, rightly mentioned that somebody is a medical history. We have a lot of different types of medical problems. Heart, somebody has hearts, somebody has got clots, right. and uh, we have to test with uh, healthy human beings and non-healthy human beings. We have to test in child, in women. Pregnant, pregnant women, that sort of thing. Okay. They didn't do any of that testing. You know, have to test in Asians, Africans, Americans. Right. Okay. So we have to test it in our different angles. We have to collect a huge amount of data, process it, draw conclusions, and uh, try to uh, find a variant which has a minimum, minimum um, uh, uh, virulence and maximum effectiveness. Then we go in market. Right, let me ask you something. If it's normally 10 to 15 years, approximately, how long did they do this one? How, how long did they take them to do these vaccines that were EUA test market only? How long? Uh, a year. Was it even a year? Within a year. Within a year. Yeah, I think it was months, wasn't it? Wallace, do you, do you know different than that? Or was it was it a year? Was it months? Or do you know? It was about nine months. By the time the virus had been out for a year, they were pumping it into a million people a day. The irony of this is Joe Biden and Donald Trump spent uh, the entire election of 2020 fighting over who gets credit for having warp speed yeah. out in a year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the, that's the great irony of it is, it is, is, is both it political is. parties are fighting over who gets credit. And yeah. in the meantime, between COVID-19 and the deaths from the vaccines, we've passed the number of people Hitler killed. We're starting to move into Stalin territory. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, perfectly said. Uh, they were doing that. And you know what I was wondering back then, actually? I don't know. Did you think about this, too, Wallace? I mean, it entered my mind. Uh, when they were all on camera, uh, the, the president, the, the other president, the senators, the Congress folks, the blah, blah, blahs, the Fauci's, whoever they are, you know, all the different, the cast of clowns and characters, and they were all getting their vaccines on the camera. I was wondering for a moment, 
do you think they were really getting a vaccine or were they just getting a like a like a, a vial of water or something? I don't know. Did they you think they took the vaccine or do you have any idea? That's a great question. I have no idea what they shot into their arms. Victor, what do you think, Victor? <laughs> you think they took the vaccine or you think they just took water in their veins? I'm serious. What do you think? I don't know. They must have covered their tracks, even whatever uh, water or sodium chloride they injected. <laughs> I mean, would you take a vaccine of this nature? Would you put that in your body? No, no, no. I surely not. No, 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 or hell no. Hell no. So, well, in fairness, at least Joe Biden doesn't know whether he got the vaccine or not. Oh, you're being fresh now. Come on. So, Victor, as you sit back now, seriously, as a scientist, as as a pharmacist, as a doctor, as somebody who looks at this stuff from a different lens, understands, uh, you know, all of the dangers. And, you know, the potential of harm here. What's going through your mind uh, when all this is happening? What do you, uh, I'm very serious. This is an important question. What do you say to yourself? Because you, you're not going to say this out loud, probably. But what do you say to yourself as a, as a person, as a human being here? What do you say to yourself, sir? Okay, so uh, I see we are entering in very uh, different era which is uh, in which uh, people are very ambitious and uh, which is uh, very harmful to overall population on earth and uh, it's kind of uh, kind of it has become a weapon against uh, whole hum- humanity that uh, uh, one uh, uh, one miss happening in lab in the name of miss happening or whatever thing they can they can do much more harms uh, all over, all over the world. I see, yeah, we have countries which are very poor. We have people which are very poor. They get killed with no reason, with no uh, with no their faults. So it's a very dangerous, and people have are half witted now. They have half knowledge. Gain of function and playing with genetics and mutation is a very uh, difficult difficult thing we have no actual expertise on that and uh, even pfizer wouldn't know uh, by doing uh, that what it will get they yeah. can create a demon of any greater length and uh, they could simply couldn't con- able to control it in a, a longer uh, duration yeah it's and- uh, and, and let me ask you, you, do you, you have, do you have any doubt in your mind back to the Jordan Tristan Walker conversation and the Pfizer and what was developed, you know, divulged in that, uh, exploitation there? Uh, what, what are your thoughts as far as Pfizer in this game? I mean, the comments that Jordan Tristan Walker put on video, did you believe that they were really, that that was their strategy? Did you believe that or did you question it? Uh, see, uh, this has become, become a, milking cow okay if uh, they have to milk the cow their cow they have to uh, take a cash out so they are devising a plan if uh, they are predators if they make a friends a friendship with their prey what they will eat so yeah. they have found us a perfect uh, business opportunity since pharma business is a very costly it's a regulated business playing with human health, hence it's very costly business. And uh, right now, uh, at this current level, we are we have reached uh, optimum level of our medicinal uh, proficiency. Out there, uh, there are no new molecules to bring in market. 
and I, means we have medicine uh, for every disorder or diseases right now uh, and from now on we have we are we are in a era that we are not getting new medicines we are not in, from our chemistry labs we are not getting any new medicines if new medicine doesn't come in market as i said it took 10 to 15 year for a new medicine then if there the flow stops then this company would be died within 5 or 10 years they will simply collapse like a mammoth and uh, they need to generate a cash and yeah. they need such an opportunity right. like covid 19 so yeah. they are getting opportunity and hence they're moving on yeah it? yeah wallace last word on this isn't the fault of what we're talking about now if you really want to get down to it it, it, to be real here, I mean, we can sit and point fingers all day long at Pfizer and J&J and all these other companies, uh, Novavax, all of them. But really, it's the governments who allowed them to do this, to get out of control, to have indemnification, to be able to be anything, you know, to make the profits and the margins they were. They're the ones who allowed them to carry this torch to, in other words, to allow evil to run the course of the day. I mean, isn't it? Malcolm, I've written about this a number of times. What the American people need to come to terms with is that the Chinese government, specifically their war college, but I believe Xi Jinping himself has voiced this to the Chinese Communist Party, uh, they have announced, and they did this five years before COVID-19 was even out, they announced that they were uh, that they were, were opening up an unrestricted biological warfare against the United States. Now they're flying spy balloons. You know, Joe Biden has shown a great propensity for shooting down high school science projects and for shooting down his own weather balloons. But the Chinese uh, spy balloons, you know, we're not doing anything about that. He shot one down after it already finished its job and let two others go. I, this is a country. China is a country that is that that has, has told us that they're going to commit unrestricted biological warfare against our country. Yeah. And uh, everything I see tells me our own government is on their side. This is If there's unrestricted biological warfare against the United States, there is nobody protecting the citizenry of the United States because the Biden administration has completely abdicated its responsibility to defend our country. Yeah, They're on the other side, Malcolm. Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's a good final point to make, uh, Wallace, and uh, we touched on uh, a bit of that up front in the program as well. Uh, big, tremendous thank you here always to uh, Brother Wallace uh, Garneau here. Uh, Victor, such a privilege to have you here, sir. Thank you. And uh, up top of the broadcast also, a terrific program. Be sure to read the op-eds. Uh, be sure to share everything out here, friends, and wake people up because we're on a journey here. And uh, it's, it's a tough road ahead here. And some of the information that just came out of even Victor's mouth is very dire when he talks about it's hard to put that cow back in the barn. Now, I don't know that a cow is in the barn. That's the horse, but you get the picture. Uh, I think the cows are roaming somewhere, right? You could put the cow back in the barn. I don't know. But either way, we, they got to stop milking them. Uh, in any event, I've had enough. I don't know about you, friends. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. Oh.